the number one Premier League podcast in the world. By some metrics. What metrics? Advanced metrics. The most in-depth analysis. Goals. Passes. Other things. Bang! The funniest jokes. Boing! So this one time... <laughs> Loved by all the critics. Oh! It's all right, isn't it? Come on in to Prem to Prem. I'll let you do right. it whenever you're... I see the red light on. When you're good well, and ready. Well, well, welcome back to Prem to Prem. We are recording this halfway through game week 23. Deal with it. Nobody's perfect. I'd even go as far as to say nobody's even really genuinely great. Everything is accurate as of the afternoon of the 3rd of February, the day after Groundhog's Day. Or maybe it's still Groundhog's Day and we just don't realize it, Patrick. Wow. Were you a philosophy major, James? Uh, Yeah. Hey, did I cut out? No. Oh. I must have then. Just run it back. Wait, what, what happened? I Nothing happened on my end. You just didn't seem to hear me. When I said my little bit. No, I didn't. Yeah. You heard me now. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> anyway, so, Prem heads, we're a little rusty. So wild. All right, I'll start over. <laughs> um, this is, I was so disconcerted from the dead air. I, it wasn't dead. It wasn't dead. Okay. Well, James, All right. Pull it together just a little bit, just in case this whole thing plays when I get into post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to feel good and natural. So let's see if you Mm. can do a perfect take to Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do, Lo. We are recording this halfway through game week 23. Deal with it. Nobody's perfect. In fact, that goes far as to say nobody's even really genuinely great. Everything is accurate as of the afternoon of the 3rd of February, also known as the day after Groundhog's Day. Or maybe it's still Groundhog's Day and we just don't realize it. Patrick. I liked your first take better, James, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, it feels good to be back. That's um, not going to play if I end up cutting the other bit, but that's the magic of post-production. James. Before you pivot, I just want to say uh, it's been a real delight seeing all the Puxatawney Phil hate on Twitter. They're calling him a system groundhog. Wait, what? Apparently he's hitting uh He's batting 390, and they're calling him a system groundhog. Oh, over to, over his over his career. Good enough to get you in the baseball hall of fame, but apparently not for a groundhog. James, I'm going to feel silly asking this, but it's not the same groundhog every year, is it? Uh, it's a tradition dating back to the 1800s, so I have to imagine I'm answering your question there. Okay. Do you know the life like? What's the lifespan of a groundhog? Like, is it a new groundhog every year? I and imagine it's similar. It's probably similar, like the Georgia Bulldog, that they okay. you know they swap just in a new natural one healthy life and then uh, swap one in. Fourteen years for a groundhog. Do you in wonder, captivity? Is it the same lineage though? I would hope so. Yeah, I don't same. know what kind of breeding situation they've got going on. Same. I actually know shockingly little about Groundhog Day and Puxatawney Phil. Um, okay. So I know Bill Murray kind of had a. Enlightenment moment. That's about it. It's a great movie, Caddyshack. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so bad. Anyway, in the background, you might be able to hear the dulcet tones of traveling Aston Villa fans, Olane, every time Sheffield United complete a pass, and then going boo when they give the ball back to their own team 
after an inability to string four passes together. Closest thing to pure pantomime. Uh, Patrick, American sports just don't cut it. It doesn't come close to that. No, not enough. Not enough, James. But that's why we're here looking across the pond. As Christopher Columbus once did the other way and said, I like what I see. Reverse Columbo. I love it. Patrick, I understand you've given Emmy a box of tools and just told her to entertain herself for an hour. So let's lock in. Got you yeah. here. We Appreciate have the it. time. And it's exclusive, exclusively and, um, you know, just a real nice moment between us and the Premheads. So we're going to dial it in. And what we're doing today is we're doing a check-in. A midway, even though it's Gaming 23, call it a midway check-in on where these teams stand in the table in comparison to, I think it was like two episodes ago when we did our start of the season predictions. So comparing to where Patrick and I are, um, have we gotten them right? Have we gotten them wrong so far? And then of course it is Prem de la Prem. So we are comparing each team to a food. Is that right? Or have you gone off script? No, I've kind of gone like a dish. Is what I, I definitely, I mean, hearkening back to the suspension bridge in modes of transport, I have style bended here a few times. Okay, that's like I didn't do a celery. Uh, you didn't do celery. That, there's a few that are outside of. I'm furiously, I'm furiously crossing off celery from my my Bournemouth <laughs> take. So, my Bournemouth <laughs> isn't far off. Celery, <laughs> celery the, seed. It's the, it's the dish of okay. uh, the dish equivalent of celery. Okay, steamed and served Juliet. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, let's just, I mean, let's just get cracking. Why, why build up any more fanfare? Do you want to go top to bottom or bottom to top? I feel like top to bottom, because as we get to the bottom, we're going to need the steam of the banter dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Like the meat on the bone is at the top, but I think my funniest ones are at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, the relegation is my favorite three to put together. (laughs) All right. right love it as well. So yeah, go ahead. Let's kick it off, Patrick. Top of the mountain, 51 points through 22 games. We have the lads from Anfield. We've got Liverpool. Um, James's prediction, Man City. Patrick's prediction, also Man City. And uh, for my food comp, Patrick, for Liverpool, I'm going with... The homemade spaghetti sauce with red sauce you eat when you're 10 years old and you overhear your mom say she put some red wine in it. And then for the next hour at the dinner table, you convince yourself you're hammered. <laughs> Long story short, this is the vintage of Liverpool and it's an experience akin to a fever dream. I think that's what we've got here. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a similar tone, James, I'm going uh, barbecue chicken alert. I'm going barbecue <laughs> chicken with Liverpool when they're good. They're the absolute best. When they're off the mark, it's still pretty good. It's a great mix. Healthy, satisfying, exhilarating. A little sloppy, high energy. A little Barbecue sloppy. Chicken. Barbecue chicken. Bang. Yeah, they're brilliant this year, James. Um, only the one fraudulent loss from the trash can heart of VAR. Right. Um, against the right. Spurs. Which is remarkable. Like that is a bit of an asterisk loss, loss, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we haven't potted a lot, so I haven't had the chance to build this narrative over over months. So it's just been stewing in my head. Must say mm. it. They're yeah, they're 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 asterisked to invincibles so far. Um, best team in the league. Still don't have the conviction, do you, James, that they'll be able to hold off City? But yeah, you feel, you feel better about it than you did about Arsenal last year and their ability to do so. 
Yeah, I think you nailed it. And I, b- just before we transition to the team in the second place and and the and the 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 battle writ large, I think like the reason why I tried to think of a food that felt like a fever dream is because this is one of the wildest vintages of Liverpool. Like their marquee striker is just twatting shots into Rosie or hitting the woodwork four times in a game, missing pens, and yet still somehow has seven league goals. One of their wingers had to take time off because his dad got kidnapped by the Colombian cartel. Trent mm-hmm. is now a false center midfielder, and he's getting his right back spot stolen by an academy product. And then obviously the biggest thing for last – Klopp on a random Friday in January just being like, yup, I'm out of energy, I'm, I'm leaving. And obviously, very tactful, the timing of it. So I think yeah. he can really capitalize on this like feeling of the last dance um, and destiny and, and, and kind of going all out to, to wrestle the title from a continually determined Man City team. But it's just a wild and I think unprecedented season from this Liverpool team. I look at this team on paper and I don't think it's nearly as good as the one that won the title in the pandemic year or won the champions league. Um, And yet here we are with five points to spare. Right. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to think that Curtis Jones is a good footballer and he's actually doing a good job of convincing me of that this season. Uh, to right. believe that this Liverpool is that. So it is definitely Team of Destiny vibes, but Team of Destiny vibes with 16 games left and Man City on your heels, mm. that's not a safe That's not a safe bet. It's not a bet on placing. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, as good of a first half plus as you could, you could ask for out of them, for sure. No, and I think you nailed it with this team. I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at the lineup from when they just romped against Chelsea, and I'm playing the is this player a good player game. Yeah, or like a, or is, or the other version is, is he like a world class player? And it's sure. hard to answer for like eight out of the eleven players. Right. Um, all right. Well, quick transition then. Man City second place right now. James's prediction: Arsenal. Pat's prediction: I'll give you your flowers. Like I think on the whole, I nailed the bottom half of the table but as it relates to the top four like you were way 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 closer and you were sniffing out this Liverpool team because you had them you you predicted them second place Mm -hmm. yeah I felt yeah I felt good it was was, I felt better about them than I did worse about Arsenal but they just been there too many times um and now they got the little extra spice but Man City James for me I'm going with a ribeye steak Mm. nice sides two meats off the bat glass of wine and I'm not talking about the cheapest glass of wine, James. I'm talking about the second cheapest glass of wine that you got on the menu. You know yeah, you're I mean? telling the waiter, bring me your favorite. Yeah, you're going. You're, I mean, you're not going towards the top, but you're taking this. You're not. You're. You're not going towards the bottom. And you look at your significant other, your friends, your parents, and you say, "Thanks for paying for this meal." You know, <laughs> um, they're just so consistent. I'll have so the good. second most expensive wine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of the Pinot Noirs. Uh, they're just, they never let you down, James. Like a good ribeye steak. Mm. Uh, it's just so, so good every time. Just, what, what more do you want? Decadent feast, succulent. You're going to hear that word a lot today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ribeye steak. My favorite yeah. steak. That's right. great. That's great. Patrick, I've got the showstopper the sizzling plate of fajitas at a Mexican restaurant. Who, wow. isn't, who isn't snapping their neck to get a look at the lucky son of a bitch who pulled the trigger <laughs> on a plate of carne asada fajitas? You know what I realized? It's like the same price as everything else at a Mexican restaurant. When I was a kid, I'm seeing hit fajitas coming out. I'm like, damn. That I is... I got fajitas. Yeah. 
Yeah, all of a sudden you're just the king of the restaurant. I think it's the closest a guy can get to the feeling of like a girl at a Vegas club with all the sparklers coming out and oh, like right. getting danced around. Like that's a guy's version of that. Yeah, exactly. When you get the sizzling fajitas and when you've got all the ingredients working in tandem, the guac, the refried beans, the rice, the moist tortilla. There are a few. I'll let you determine which one KDB is. There are a few better eating experiences out there, and Pep might as well be the margarita accompaniment. Wow. Yeah. Patrick, let's cut to the chase. City, odds on favorites to win the league, 4-7. to seven. And uh, it, you nailed it earlier. If there wasn't this last dance narrative around Liverpool and Klopp, I would consider it a done deal. And I think that's mm-hmm. the only reason why I'm not. And it's crazy because they're five points off the pace, albeit with a game in hand. They kind of had their traditional first half of the season wobble. Um, but then you kind of pinpoint that exact moment for me, like when Oscar Bob scores the winner away to Newcastle in extra time and you've got that, oh boy, here we go again feeling. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's just... They, they're a lot like half their wins are just so easy. They're up like three nothing in the first twenty minutes, and mm-hmm. then they find a way. That Newcastle one felt ominous, and then of course they they you know they 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 drew to Palace back, and they they have these little slip ups here and there. But yeah, the road the road of the title still goes through uh, through Manchester, sure. uh, and I think almost in the way where everybody else is like, oh man, Liverpool. Klopp doing his ultimatum, like this is going to be it. It's almost like just, just the smallest amount of a middle finger that Pep needs to just dunk on. It's actually really interesting you say that. I wrote down on my notes here. I think all that's missing is that feeling of being slighted. Yeah, like Klopp gave but, it. To but him. maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's I think it. Klopp gave it to him. I think that I think nothing would be sweeter for Pep than mm. to take down who he called his greatest rival. Which I don't yeah. know if that was a compliment or a dig to Mourinho or both. I'm sure both. Uh, that's my this unsubstantiated. <laughs> the best kind rumors. of dig has yeah. multiple tentacles to it. Let me say this: I don't think he says this without thinking about Mourinho. That's what I'm. I'm confident in that. But the, uh, he's. I mean, I don't right. want to. Yes, I don't, don't want to make this a, right. Exactly. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, Patrick, talking about the road to the title. So go ahead and circle March. Listen to this. Mm, in month? in a in a row. Yeah, circle a whole month. Yeah, consider All a circle. 30. Anyway, home, <laughs> home to United, away to Liverpool, away to Brighton, home to Arsenal, home to Villa. If there they get through that, it's a procession. No disrespect to the away game they have against Spurs. But I think if they get through that, it's it's done. It's, done. it's a wrap in April. Well, yeah, I would say there's no diff- more, more difficult game for City than away to Spurs. But aside from that. But I think it's... I hear what you're saying. You know that's what the, I mean? Like it's row. And if they're yeah, in form and yeah. if they go through those teams, like th- that's what happened to, to Arsenal last season. It was the, the weight of city being there and the assumption that they're not going to lose, not yep. only impacted how they played the game against city, which was horrible. It impacted the rest of their games. Liverpool has the mental kind of fortitude yeah. to just exi- let that exist. Yeah. Now, Arsenal did not last year, but if city go through that, everyone's going to be looking at them and just saying, yeah. like, well, when are they going to lose? If they're going to get through that. So, that's a good call out, James. Get through February in, in striking distance. I'm sure they will, and then go through that murderer's row. Uh, but they'll be up for it. Pep will have them up for it. And yeah. you'd rate them in every game if you looked at it in isolation. Do you rate them to get 15 points? It's hard to say, but, man, part of you just is like, that's special to watch. I don't think you, you'd agree with that, but I'm sure there's others on on the on the earphones right now that are they're thinking what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Let me soak it in. <laughs> 
Patrick, I mean, thinking about Arsenal as we transition to this third place team, is it weird that you finally got your win over City and it almost feels like it's too early in the season, doesn't have that crescendo moment? Like, did it come at the wrong time? Uh, I would say for me, it's like this whole season has just felt weird. This is the mm-hmm. first kind of season in my entire, you know, Arsenal fandom where in both my heart and my brain, we were title contenders at the jump. And it just sets a different tone where, you know, weird, weird losses feel like that's, that's it. You know, losing to, what was it? It was the, the you had a, West a Ham run over the holidays. The yeah. Yeah. West yeah, Ham and Fulham, those losses on the trot uh, felt horrible. Uh, but this team is, you know, what is it? 14, four and four, third in the table. The 23 goal differential was something I would, I'm, I'm, happy to have seen of them this year, putting some teams away and putting them away bad when you have the chance of something this team lacked last season, uh, you know, barely squeaking by in some games. They still had a couple of, you know, weird team of destiny wins, mm-hmm. you know, the Declan Rice finish, Havertz scoring at the end of, uh, I'm forgetting which fixture, but I think it was Luton. Uh, they scored at the very end mm-hmm. of that one. Um, so you have, you have these, these, these things that feel okay. Um, but yeah, just as, they don't feel like they have the conviction to do it all. I'd love to be surprised, but it just doesn't feel like it felt last season to me. mm -hmm. For different reasons, in the sense that Liverpool's having a weird season. It's a weird Arsenal season, too. And I guess like we'll back into the food comp, and I'll start with my notes, because they kind of dovetail nicely off what you just said. Still among the elite teams in the Premiership. There's no denying that. There's a clear top three in there in it. 46 points from 22 played games. And I think this this is the thing. Last season, 51 points from 22 played games. The main question is, have they gotten better in a season where they needed to get better? And you look at players coming in. Declan Rice, 100% improvement. But now with this party situation, who's his partner? Some say it was meant to be Havertz, which has been, let's call it interesting. And then mm-hmm. and then Timber, you get the, you get the bad luck because he's barely even played, if at all. Yeah. Yeah, the thing to me that this team was is missing is I mean, maybe it was just the, the run last year. It's going to be so hard to replicate because it was so out of left field. You know, we're talking to like a lot of people were saying, Oh, this team's going to finish fifth or sixth. And they were title favorites for but the majority yeah, of the season. Everyone filled their boots. Right. And, and that was just, that was just so special. And it was, it was special in the face of the, the doubters, the vibe at Emirates was, was immaculate until it wasn't uh, so many late wins. Uh, it was good, and this this year it's different, and it's it's crazy that I think Reese you know, Nelson just feasting off that Bournemouth game. Oh yeah, and he got a new contract <laughs> off it. Something paid any and catch it too. I mean they they're they're doing the, they're doing the thing. And look, I still think Arsenal's set up. I heard some chump say that if they don't win it this year, their window's gone. I think that's just foolish. Uh, they're still one of the younger teams in the sure in the league. Sure, uh, they're on the up and up, but it is you got to be able to take that next step, and I, I just I don't see it. You mentioned Party, you mentioned Timber. The Raya Ramsdale situation, I don't yeah. think it cost him much in the way of points, but it's definitely a vibe shift. You know, I think Raya's it's just probably the a better weird... guy there, but the, that Ramsdale is was electric. Right. I mean, I think that the central word here is weird. Like Havertz, okay. Seems like you're still trying to figure out what his his exact job is, and he's not starting necessarily. He's not like a first name on the team sheet by any means. And then the Raya one, weird. I, I would say he's probably a marginal gain on Ramsdale, but yeah. It was a weird saga around it. For the saga, was it worth it? Totally, totally. And then, I don't know if this is where you're headed, but maybe the focus should have been on a killer up front, like a striker. 
And yeah. and it always feels unfair to Jesus because I think he's like technically so skillful and such an awesome player. But like the the dude even says it himself. Like he's not, he doesn't he's not a number nine. Yeah, um, and he's and he's and he can't stay on the pitch either. That's the other piece of it. Sure. And so if you can't keep him on the pitch, you got to turn to turn to the kid uh, Eddie. Uh, you sold you sold ball a gun, which made us like that's that's the one too. Um, and Havertz, I mean. I think he does about everything right until he gets into the 18-yard box, and I don't know that I would be worse. It's, it's, and this isn't like, oh, man, I'm looking me back at my high school days. I scored three goals, um, which I did, by the way. Uh, but Which, just for the record, I did. <laughs> uh, but, but, man, like, I've never seen Competitive somebody, year, too. Yeah. Uh, I've never, 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 <laughs> seen, never seen somebody look so clueless with a ball at his feet and a chance to score. Uh, yeah, maybe Mudrick last year. Muck other duck. than that. He's pretty rough. You, 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 it's crazy to think. Like I'm, I think we're, the team's really, really missing Jaka from a technical. I was. I almost put uh, that in there. I, I almost put that in there. And who's like thriving at le- thriving at Leverkusen? Yeah. With, that in like, if you don't think I'm so all in on Leverkusen this season, mm-hmm. with Jaka going over there and and Kane to Kane to Bayern, that would just be brilliant. But it, oh yeah, Bayern, amazing, Bayern win. immaculate. Uh, but anyway, James, we've gone on long enough. For me, the Arsenal this season are the whole Branzino. It has all the makings of a top dish. They only serve it at the good places. But unless you're with like a group looking for a moment, um, you're going to go with something more reliable. You're going to go with that ribeye. You're going to go with uh, you know, the duck, the crispy skinned duck. Uh, the whole Branzino just takes a brave man to order it. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know that Arsenal have kind of yeah. that, <clears throat> that bravery uh, to be ordered every single time this season. It's that a state. It's a statement sense. order. The Branzino, sure. and you got some finicky bones to pick through too, which is actually a pretty nice transition of mine, Patrick, because I am giving Arsenal the lobster. I love it. The love red it. lobster. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> widely, widely considered to be one of the classiest, most luxurious dishes in the Western Hemisphere. As pundits would say, it's the Rolls Royce of crustaceans. Nobody is denying how. <laughs> I got to get through this. Nobody is denying how delicious it is. Delicious it is when you dip that lobster claw in hot melted butter. But the fact of the matter is, the juice is not worth the squeeze. It's a long walk for a lobster sandwich. Have you ever had a full lobster plop down in front of you with nothing but one of those nutcracker tools? It's objectively a bad time. <laughs> It's just one of those things where you just could, you'll lie to yourself the whole time you're sitting there. You're like, oh yeah, no, it's so yeah, this good. Is, yeah. This is real good. My hand, I'm disgusting. I'm I just, just I just sliced person. my finger open with this claw, but no, it's all good. They gave me a bib, like a child, <laughs> to eat this crustacean, the sea creature. Uh, I'm pr- good one. I'm really proud of this one because I think it just like fits Arsenal so well. It does. It does. Got um, the right colors. Yeah, great perceived class. Yeah, it's great. Well, there, you know, there. Yeah, let's keep this party rolling. But on a positive ending note for Arsenal, very much still in the mix. Patrick, fourth place, Aston Villa, a real it? first first shock, like of so far of these teams that we've mentioned. Your prediction was Man United. Uh, my Man United prediction was third. I have <laughs> I have Liverpool in fourth. Obviously, we talked about them in first, so definitely you had a way better pulse on fourth. Villa, Patrick, my food comp, I'm going with the chicken tikka masala. 
a true English Barclays Heritage Club in Aston Villa coming to the fore, front and center, playing well, receiving mass acclaim. And then someone's like, you know, that's not English. You just stole it from India or in Emery's case, Spain. And it's like, shut up, nerd. It's our national dish. <laughs> Chicken yeah. tikka masala. Very good. Very good. James, I'm, I'm going to pay homage uh, to the Spaniard. I'm going with a seafood paella. Uh, it's oh, decadent. Paella making a double appearance, baby. <laughs> it's tantalizing. <laughs> uh, you're certainly not going to get it everywhere, and I beg, I beg you not to. Uh, you know, they still got some. There's some bad paellas out there. Like if you travel to Manchester United or host Newcastle, let's say. Uh, but it, but when it's from a good spot, good seafood oh, yeah. in the seafood yeah. town, it's up there with some of the best dishes. Got that broth. And Villa have been fantastic this season, James. Uh, you know, two games in hand to City, of course, but they're level on points with City. They're one of five teams that, you know, when you look at the table numerically and mathematically, you'd say are in the title race. I don't know that I fully believe Villa are in the title race, but for Villa to be in into the top four and look clear of everything but six at this point, a lot of season left to play. We've yeah. seen those gaps close, but the way they're playing, the balance of the team, uh, Emery's proven himself to be a brilliant manager, uh, which he's he's done throughout his career in spite of a funky year at Arsenal is one of those teams that they said they'd be here and I don't know that I ever really took them seriously no uh, but here they are so well played to them sold Grealish a few years ago done some brilliant business in the market both in terms of the the business itself but the, the way the teams really come together is a real complete side like there's not a standout there's not a weak spot for no. so uh, it's a fun fun team good team <clears throat> tough out for everybody that they're going to play and and yeah Classy credit to the man. Classy outfit, and and to that exact point, I think if you looked at this team as a whole, and you're like, who gets the Oscar? Who wins this season? It's Emery, no doubt. Like he's Mm -hmm. the man with the plan who brought it all together. Uh, Just a little fun fact: if the league ended today, they'd have their best finish since ninety five, ninety six, where they also finished fourth, better only by second in the inaugural season of the Prem in ninety two, ninety three. So brilliant, heady, heady times for the club. All right, Patrick, fifth place. Now we're getting into Spurs. Mm. Your your prediction at the start of the season, Newcastle. My prediction at the start of the season, Chelsea. But we got Spurs. And Patrick, corn dogs, Jackie. <laughs> corn dogs. It transports. You know what a corn dog does? I'm, I'm, I'm reason I'm, I can't wait to hear you. The, the, I think we got the same reason, different food. So I'm excited. Go for it. What a corn dog does, Jackie, is it transports you to a better, simpler, more innocent time. It's salt of the earth. It's relatable. It has an amazing first impression. I don't know many people who order a second corn dog, but who cares when you're busy absolutely housing that first piece of processed pork on a stick? Well said, James. And I'm just going to say whatever you just said, but the cinnamon bun. <laughs> it's exactly the same thought. <laughs> we both just backed into the same insight. Yeah, I went with the cinnamon bun. Slightly different. It's tasty. It's oh fun. my god, it's a that's bit so messy. good. Makes no qualms about who it is. Um, just make sure you're close to the toilet with uh, with Tottenham. <laughs> I mean the cinnamon bun, uh, and then you won't have any any issues. Um, but man, the 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 side over there for me. On paper, underwhelming. It's similar to Villa, where I don't see a whole lot of standouts outside of uh, of Song. Don't see a whole lot of 
uh, weak spots, honestly. But when you look at the p- players on paper, you, you at the beginning of the season certainly would have said, okay, there's a weak spot, there's a weak spot. That's why we both had them finishing much lower than uh, they're sitting they're sitting today. Uh, and of course, they had a brilliant start to the season. I believe top of the table for at least the first month and a half or so. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Ainge is just he's he's a unfortunate, unfortunately likable character on the on the touchline. I don't like him, but others do. I don't. Like <laughs> but I've him heard he's cool, but I don't like him. Yeah. Now, I haven't met I, him personally. And until I do, I, it's hard for me to change my opinion. Until I meet yeah. him myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James, you, you took the words right out of my mouth and said them through yours. Uh, but no, they're, they're, they're impressive. They're making more of, uh, more of this season than I think they deserve to. Or deserves the wrong word, but I, than, I, uh, than I expected them to. They've, they've I th- deserved their place at the table. Yeah. I think my food comp was the only space in the Spurs segment for me to take a, a little dig at them just in fun because I do think this is like a give Spurs their flowers moment. Totally. Totally. Um, they're playing really fun football, which was, you know, the Thomas Steiner standard of excellence going into the season. Just like play yeah. football that's exciting again. They've more than done that. But I think the scary thing from the outside looking in, if you're not a Spurs fan, is to your point about the squad, it looks like they're actually hitting on recruiting again. Um, these players that they're bringing in are, are, are fitting in and slotting in with this core that they've built up with Kulisevsky and Son. Um, Richarlison was chasing a hat trick today. It, it, it's coming together and they're navigating their inju- injuries. And um, it seems like they're ready to build on, ready to build on a foundation over there. Yeah, absolutely. What's his name? Uh, Vicario is, is lights out. Mm-hmm. He's, he's as fun as a goalkeeper can can be. Um, Van de Ven is a proper center back. Romero's still a nut job. Uh, but the way Madison's come into this side, Timo Warner's just there. You know, there's nothing to it. But uh, they've managed they've managed through this time relatively well with um, with Sona at the the Asia Cup, mm-hmm. as, as Liverpool have done with uh, with Salah at, at, at Afcon and other teams with with some losses. You know, big ups to them. Hate to, All right, hate to give them their flowers, but it's deserved. We'll see how they get on. Sixth place, Patrick. From the parking lot. Yes. West Ham United. Uh, in sixth, I had Newcastle, who we haven't talked about yet. And you had Chelsea, who we definitely haven't talked about yet. Um, I went first last time. Why don't you why don't you hit us with your food comp? Yeah, and this this is this is where we take the first jump in the table, James. This is the eight point drop drop from Spurs Oof. in fifth. Um, so this is where the table does start to separate itself. <clears throat> but for West Ham, like you said, they were in a relegation fight. Moyes was about to be fired until they win the whatever cup it last year. And here we are with the fish taco, James. It's fun. It's a light, indulgent mm. dish. Uh, no one's taking it too seriously, but everyone respects it. And that's what I got out of West Ham here. Just a People nice... love a fish taco. Yeah, but they're not taking it seriously is what I'm saying. Define seriously. It's not, you're not getting a Michelin star fish taco. <laughs> But not you could get Wahoos. best tacos in San Diego. You know what, <laughs> what I'm about a Branzino probably? taco? You might be onto something. Mm. Old Branzino taco? Mm. <laughs> How big's that tortilla? Yeah. yeah, no, but yeah, this is a this is a team that's definitely outkicked their coverage. Hate to say it, James. I don't. I, they're they're just so tight with so many teams. I expect to do better than they're doing. I think they finish closer to tenth than they do where they're at right now, as far as the season ends. Yeah, but still good season. If they're in the top half after last season, yeah, and losing uh, Declan Rice. I'll do my notes first, and then and then back into the food comp. But 
this is one that I see the table in front of me and I'm still scratching my head to understand it. And it's like David Moyes, Mikhail Antonio, Kurt Zuma, this team's in sixth. And obviously Jared Bowen has, has come on leaps and bounds and is probably one of the best players, but like credit to them. And I'm totally stealing from this guy on TIFO who did an analysis, but he was saying that West Ham is like the best. They're the ultimate script team where it's like getting the first goal off of them is insanely difficult. And they just love to play from an even score line. Like that's yeah. their bread and butter. And they'll, they'll use that as a platform to, to get their goals on the counter and squeak out all these, these uh, marginal victories. And, and it's got them in a position where they're in sixth place. And it's insane because um, I mean, credit to Moyes, like he definitely is that, route one, no fussing around manager. So he'll never get as much credit as say Deserby who's beneath him in the table. But, um, Moise is doing it again. He had them finish in sixth. What was it? A couple seasons ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, uh, Jared Bowens, you know, team of the season candidate. As yeah, well, so. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good little well, job this team's done. Good little job. Food for West Ham is the West Ham. <laughs> I got, uh, I got Ikea meatballs here, Patrick. <laughs> Ikea meatballs in and of themselves, pretty tasty, nothing wrong with them. Sure. But you just universally associate them with a negative experience. Like it always comes at the end of a physically and mentally shattering day. You've had at least one argument and you've overspent on some things that you're not even sure you can put together. It's, um, it's a tough package around the Ikea meatballs. That's why I get the meatballs when I walk into Ikea. I go furniture second, meatballs first. Okay. Yeah, I think well, okay. I think you're definitely onto something there. It's a pro move. I also walk around Costco with a hot dog. Fill the belly. <laughs> Not to mention the chicken bake. Yeah, I'm bummed. Costco hot dog didn't make it on my list. I hope you found a place for it. Just thought of it. I don't have the Costco hot dog, but it is immune to inflation, and I think that alone deserves a shout out. I'm gonna get one this week. Mm. Go up to the Costco hot dog. Seventh place, Patrick. We got Brighton sitting pretty. This was one of the ones that you and I lined up on when we did the beginning of the season. We said we said Aston Villa. Obviously, they're out doing expectations right now, but we got Brighton in seventh. Uh, food comp here, Patrick. I tried to think of a food that has no right to be this good, and I've got the guy who's chefing up tacos on the side of Pico Boulevard using a griddle slab and a propane tank. He's marinating his own. He's marinating his own El Pastor. He only accepts cash. It's pound for pound probably better than what Javier's or like a fancy Mexican restaurant is giving you. It has no right to be this good, and, and that's Brighton. Yeah, I kind of went in a similar, similar tone, James. I'm, I'm with the grilled cheese. You know, it's 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 a it's a bit of a classic, um, but they are. It's tasty, it's crispy, but it's also it's also kind of kind of gross and something that I've kind of <laughs> gotten my myself kind of scratching my head about Brighton is. They're pretty. They're seventh place, but they're they're pretty average. They got nine wins, eight draws, six losses, uh, and I feel like if I shave off the first two months of the season, yep. they're yep. a bottom half kind of. You know, I didn't do a look at that table, but they they just haven't been good for a while, so they don't excite me too much. Uh, but I do still have to pay homage to to how good they've been throughout the total sum of the season, and of course the fact that they're sitting seventh in the table ahead of. A few big names we're going to get into, so I'll give them the grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great point, Patrick. For this, for Brighton, 
I did an anti-Brighton argument and a pro-Brighton argument, thinking about their place in the team. And the anti-argument is exactly what you said. They're coasting off their first two months of the season where they went goblin mode and won all of their games except for one, just in the first two months of the season, rattled them off. Um, And then they righted the ship at home today against a struggling Crystal Palace, but they'd been on a bit of a downward skid. Before today, they won three games in their last 16. Uh, Granted, one was an impressive home win against Spurs, but... It, yeah, Brighton's that team where in a best of three series, I think teams below them, Man U, Newcastle, possibly even Chelsea could win. Um, but then you look at the pro Brighton argument, and Patrick, this is a team that's in the round of 16 in the Europa League, the round of 16 in the FA Cup, and seventh in the Premier League, and we're talking about a team that got promoted in, in 2017. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good story when you zoom out like that. James, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did. There's probably a recency bias on the fact they just got clapped by Luton for nothing. Totally. What so, an aberration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, there, was, there was some, there was a little disrespect. But hey, I still gave him the grilled cheese, right? There, grilled cheese. That, there's plenty of elevated grilled cheese. You could, you could right. toss some Arsenal lobster in there and have a field day. A lobster and a grilled cheese is about the worst thing you can do to a lobster, and I'll die on that hill. <laughs> Move on to Manchester United. One Manchester United. Speaking Come of dying, Manchester speaking United. United. Manchester United definitely going to win. <laughs> Come on, Red Devils. Respect, respect. <laughs> All right, get on with it, James. Uh, speaking of dying on hills, Patrick, Manchester United, eighth place where you and I collectively put spurs uh for my food here patrick i am going with the puffer fish or fugu as it's known by our friends in japan and uh it's meant to be one of the most sophisticated and sought after dishes in the world but in actuality you're just slowly dying from exposure to its poison uh the chef hasn't been cutting it correctly for about 10 years (laughs) and that is my experience with manchester united you know we could we could play the injury game as it relates to their table neighbors in Newcastle. And I will play the injury game with them because I think it's uh, more valid, even though United have markedly improved now that the spine of the team's in place. Um, I think anyone who watches them week in, week out would, would tell you that Lissandra Martinez is our most important player and immediate impact when he came back against Wolves. But I don't want to hide behind that because I think the two bigger themes are coming home to roost, and that's erratic recruitment and talent strategy and uh, lack of identity like this this probably deserves like a 50-minute spinoff but with that with the ten hog conversation i think this lack of identity is really interesting because you can pinpoint the moment when we got clobbered by brentford at the start of the last season and he was like oh okay i need to win now and then i'll solve all these problems later and now it's like future me who didn't do the homework and it's mm-hmm. due in an hour and he was supposed to spend this past summer solving it but we're still kind of in that win now establish identity later mode that is is now starting to whether you think rightfully or wrongfully get him questions about his his job security so interesting place for united right now yeah interesting for sure sorry i'm a little distracted james there's there's children a good 10 feet high in a tree outside my house so <laughs> might have to dust off the home insurance pretty soon if something here happens but you know, as Sebastian, in your children no, no, just okay, okay. block children. Uh, young Sebastian, not oh, well, that's Carl Sebastian, um, is remarkably sure-footed. So anyway, uh, yeah, James, that's how that's kind of how I feel about it um, as well. It's just a team that 
you know, if if being in eighth place could be a team of destiny story, I still feel that about Manchester United. They they seem to have gotten so many like clutch wins in like crazy moments. Like they had the McTominay double to come back. It's an absurd team. The Manu goal. It's an absurd I feel like they've had a couple other, you'd know better than I, but a couple other losses turned to draws, drawn turns to losses late, late in games throughout the course of the season. And here they are sat in eighth place, minus four goal differential, nine losses, which is massive uh, for, for a team uh, like Manchester United. And so um, that's why I've given it the McRib, James. Uh, because a McRib, uh, it's usually here only for a limited time from McDonald's, um, mimics something really good, but we're not really sure what it is. Is it supposed to be a rack of ribs? Because you wouldn't put that in a sandwich. Mm. Is it short ribs? They don't call it short ribs. A barbecue sandwich? It's none of that. But you'll have one and you'll eat it. And like the McRib, it's probably filled with a little bit of donkey meat, which is why I give them the <laughs> Manchester United the, uh, uh, yeah. the McRib. Yeah. Same goal difference as Everton. Yes. It's about all you can say. It's about all you can say. Yeah, Patrick, I, I I wiped the slate clean going into the Wolves game in midweek because I was like, players are back. Now I'll kind of fully judge Ten Hag and we'll see how we do. Played the best 60 minutes of our season to throw away a two-goal lead in extra time to then have Kobe Maynu turn into Prime Zidane and win it. And I was like, throw the record book out. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh... Impossible know, to know what to think of this team. From, yeah, from it was pretty, pretty remarkable turn of events that game in every yeah. in every fast. And I, I, it, I went I, I went back and watched it because I was I was so intrigued. Um, and they were remarkable for six. Like they were good football team for six. Genuinely good. It yes. was it was. Like, not it is good not for even how close. United's been. That was yes. like they were yeah. clean. They were doing it, clean work. And they the real the only thing you could you could um, have a gripe with about that the start of that particular game. They should have been up five nothing. They were on fire, you know. Uh, they just uh, who, who who's the who's the keeper? Is that Jose Saw? Yeah, on the other side. Yeah, he was playing out of his he was playing out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, he's a good keeper. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, James. All right, yeah. But yeah, you, how are you feel? You feel you feel like we'll make a run at the close the gap where Spurs uh, are in fifth. You're eleven points off it right now with a game in hand. I've I don't know. I've kind of released all stress around a Champions League spot because. We don't even play well when we get in, so it's yeah, like <laughs> I'm, I'm more I'm more just excited for the summer, and it's sad because this season has kind of already been trashed. But uh, yeah, just trying it, to get it's like, winds get the of moments. winds of change, Patrick. Winds of change. It's the right headspace mm-hmm. for you, yeah, and for Manchester United fans. Right Good headspace. things are finally starting to happen. Like I was more pumped about bringing in the CEO, Omar Barada, gazumped from City. And not the kind of gazump where we got Cristiano Ronaldo instead of them. And they were like, oh, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they actually, you know, sounds like they were upset. So I don't know. Good things are happening behind the scenes. But it's going to take a while to actually see it on the pitch. Very good. Uh, ninth place, Patrick. Newcastle sitting in ninth. Let's talk mm. about this one. Uh, I had Brighton here. They've outperformed me. And you had Brentford here. That's a tough Oof. look. Yeah, it's a tough it's look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, all right, hit me with your Newcastle. Comp. So Newcastle, I'm going with the filet mignon, no sides. Uh, it's a little bit overpriced. Oh, you're just living in the steakhouse. Yeah, I mean, it's just where, I, where I'd like to be. That's where I, I spend like most of my time. Yeah, I wish. Oh, man, <laughs> could you imagine if you had just, every night you hit a steakhouse? Oh, mm. that's the 
I don't need to be Heart super disease. rich, James, but I want to be. I want that kind of money. I want every every night steakhouse. I want steakhouse money. every night money. And not, you know, nice steakhouse. We live yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah, nice yeah, steakhouse. Yeah. yeah, Roots um, Chris, yeah. But honestly, it's not the best price of steak or best cut of steak, especially not for the price. Um, it's missing something, James. That's why I went with the no sides. It's missing something. Newcastle, as you mentioned in your United spiel, was... Uh, a little, a little slighted by injuries, but I still look at that side. And I'm like, you should be better than this. I don't care about the injuries. Look at the people on the field; they're still good, and they still should be. Good. I, I, I think there's a little bit of air that's left St. James's mm-hmm. Park. Last year was, for my money, the toughest place to go play and get points uh, in the in, in last season. Uh, usually, they'll say that's that's Anfield, but not buying it last season. It just feels lame. They're just not getting things done. They, they had a. You know, a miraculous comeback to tie Luton at home today. It's brutal for them. So the really flaming strange. Some somehow both delicious <clears throat> and underwhelming. I like that. I think we're making more or less the same point, Patrick. This is a this is where the double appearance of paella comes up. I'm going with mm. a paella using only what's in the fridge. You just don't have oh. the ingredients. You don't have Spanish rice. We're going couscous. You don't have chicken broth. We're using Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Don't have olive oil. We're using baby oil. That's that's the paella that we're cooking up at Newcastle. And I do actually, simple as, want to summarize this as they've been fully cucked by injuries. I think sure. I think for a lot of teams, it's a crutch and an excuse. I really think that's all it is because nobody's doubting that they're one of the best outfits in in the modern Premier League when when they're completely firing. But they are just rocked like. Both Isaac and Wilson out at the same time, pretty brutal. Harvey Barnes and Joe Willick on the sidelines, not you know, not your stars, but they're they're key role players. Nick Pope is out, which makes the back line kind of shaky and second guessing what Dubrovka is going to do. Joe Ellington's out. Their captain Jamal Lascelles is out. At a you know, at a certain point, what do you do? Yeah, fair enough. They're going to be fine. They got a tough draw in the in the Champions League too, so. Stars didn't align there, and it was fixture congestion. So I'm not worried about them long term, but uh, it doesn't look like they're going to repeat their their Champions League. Yeah, that's true because that's fair. Because Isak was uh, yeah, they're he was, great. He was real special at that at that time. I was more looking at like I think I think the Miley kids just as good as any of the guys in the midfield sure. that they lost. But fair sure. enough on the on the front foot. And yeah, I was under indexing on on the post. I, th- I think Dubrovsk has been yeah. fine, but I, no, Pope I think is, Pope is pretty. He just oh. he gives a sense of security to the whole thing. I think they're one of the best, if not best, in terms of goals conceded a season ago. So it's well said. Yeah, you nailed it. Well and said. I think I think Isaac could start at any Premier League team bar maybe Great. City. Yeah. He's, absolutely. he's special. Yeah, Newcastle thirty three goals conceded last season tied with City. Yeah. yeah. And then what's this season? Wow. Thirty seven already. Wow. There yeah. you go. Hard to takes sit here and defend a brother after looking at that. <laughs> it takes hard, its toll. It's a hard look. It it's takes a hard its toll. Look. Patrick, tenth place. Are we in the? Is tenth the bottom half of the table? I think so. That's where I draw the line. Ooh, okay. They just double digits. Well, there you go. Bottom half of the table. Chelsea. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Love it. Feed hey, me. We're number one. <laughs> Point Chelsea, zero. Chelsea, Chelsea. We got Chelsea here. Uh, did not meet either of our expectations. Uh, I had Bournemouth here. Not as off, not not crazy off. And you had Brighton, and they ended up doing a little better than that. Chelsea and 10th Patrick. I'm going to take this one first because it, it flows so beautifully into your last one. 
I'm going with the gold flake encrusted steak that Salt Bay serves at his restaurant, Nurset. Once you get past all the pageantry... James, the op- can, I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah, go for it. This is exactly what I <laughs> No, it's not. It's 100%. I will send no, you a, it's not. I will send you... I will text you. I will text you a screenshot. You can hear me type. You could You could hear me type it if I was typing. I'm going to send you oh, it's amazing. a screenshot. That's of, so good. And you can validate just, for this for the prem heads. Hold on, I got to cut off the ones you haven't seen yet. One sec. I'm going to screen... Okay, I'll screenshot mine too. For, that's so good. Yeah, Patrick, I was thinking like... I know I said lobster for Arsenal was felt the best. I take it back. I think this one feels the best. This one feels... This was. This is This is perfect. It, it, it came to me so easily. Oh, it this was the first so one I thought easily. of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it no, is, it's, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's, so go ahead. It's, Why, James? Why do you think? Here's what I wrote down. Once you get past all the pageantry, the oddly homoerotic feeding from the knife, the social media likes, you realize you just paid $400 for a USDA choice cut skirt steak. And you're left with your pants down. Oh, That's 2023-24 Chelsea. Yeah, I, I, similar tone, James. It says just, just opulence for opulence's sake. When you pull back all the layers... Just a normal dish with some gold sprinkled on top. That's all it is. <laughs> and that's all Chelsea are. But I think what Chelsea are is is where Manchester United needs to be in terms of fan supporter mentality. They're just at the acceptance stage. And I feel like for what Chelsea need right now is they just need time and lack of expectations. And if it's not, like, just let Poch be there for like two years, develop who you can develop. You just try to get like something cruising in the right direction. Oh, there's still uh, no, no, it's making me sick, Patrick. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cook on this one, Stephen A. style, because I'm here to tell you right now, this is genuinely the most fraudulent team in the league. Chelsea pisses me off so much. Their most impressive result all season was a 4-1 away win against Spurs, where Ange did the suicide high line when they were down to 10 men, which Mudrick still didn't seem to comprehend. He was still standing in Spurs' half, and they were holding their line on the halfway line. He just couldn't wrap his head around it. It's remarkable. Uh, they lead the league in goals with goals scored from pen- penalties at 7. Their engine room is comprised of a World Cup winner and arguably the most sought-after number 6 in world football last sure season. Is, that's That's their tandem. Their $100 million winger can't hold down a spot in the starting 11. Couldn't be my team. And to make matters worse, now that you've mentioned Man U, they haven't beaten us in the league since 2017. Wow. Come with the shotgun loaded. Bang, bang. I, I just hate, uh, no disrespect, like the way you framed it. And you might be trying to cut Carl a break or any Chelsea fan, not Carl in particular. Carl and I but, are always at each other's throats, so I would never just give him a break for break's sake. <laughs> but it's that thought of, oh, I mean, just, you know, kind of, recollect yourselves and give Poch time. And if it was a big club, this would be inexcusable. Well, yeah, it's remarkable that we're sitting here talking about Chelsea in 12th to begin with. We let Manchester United in eighth off the hook slightly. Well, they're in 10th, not 12th. Whatever. Might as well be in 12th. That's how shit they are. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even have the, I don't even need to respect them enough. Yeah, there's no How's recall. How's this for you, Carl? How's this, Carl? I don't even need to respect them enough to know what number on the table they are because they're so irrelevant. Oh. Chelsea Football Club is irrelevant after a billion dollars is spent. That's you're a right, TikTok. James. That's a TikTok clip right there. Yeah, you're 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 right, James. Uh, my, I wasn't saying give Poch time. I was saying just like who cares? Like it's such a mess. Just let it ride mm. and then fix it later because it, it's it's not like nothing's going to happen. There's just no like identity to this this club. Uh, right. They got good players. Some. Some woefully out of form. Some I don't know if they even have form anymore. 
Uh, but they, it's, it's never, it's never like clicked. Two it hasn't straight for years yeah. now. Two straight seasons of no Champions League. Abramovich would have murdered four people by now. He probably did. Well, I'm not here to say. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say. <laughs> not here to say. Certainly not us at Prem de la Prem. No. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 not good at no. football this season, James. They're bad. Anything else on Chelsea? Nope. Well done. Nothing. Proud of us on that one. Eleventh place, Patrick. Wolves. Uh I had Brentford, not as high as you predicted them, and yet they still haven't come out come up yet. And then this one this is a tough one for you as well, Burnley in eleventh. I don't know what you're on about here, James. Uh, just seem to be having some goes, so I'm just going to move right I'm past. just stating the facts. Give Wolverhampton Wanderers, who have a nickname but still go by Wolves. Let's go, Wolverhampton Wanderers. That. I'm giving them the Caesar salad, James. Mm. Just a classic, hearty, healthy dish. Uh, it's something that you're going to get on a lot of menus. Yeah, you just got a Capital Grill menu in front of you. Yeah, if you don't if you don't trust uh, if you don't trust what you're seeing out of the chicken or the the, the kitchen, just order a, a chicken Caesar salad. Order a Caesar salad. Put some salmon on it. Yeah, uh, but it's it's fine. Um, it's probably better than it deserves to be, which is how I feel about Wolves. Like I don't think they're a good team, but here they are in eleventh after a couple seasons of like, will they, won't they, uh, with the with the relegation battle, but they still always manage to find themselves in the in kind of this middle zone of the table. So. Yeah, safe, safe pick on the menu, the Caesar salad. Yeah, what, what is there to say? What is there to say about wolves? My food comp, I guess you could say this, in the immortal words of Aldous Snow, lead singer of Infant Sorrow, why won't you call and come home? Please call and come home. I know that you won't come just for the cash, but will you come for my bangers, my beans and mash? I'm going with the British staple. <laughs> I'm going with the British staple bangers and mash to the unsophisticated palate. It's just sausage and potatoes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in England, it's an underappreciated delicacy. And in English culture, beauty is in the mundaneity of life. And that is what we celebrate here. Um, speaking of beauty and mundaneity, Gary O'Neill, good coach, question mark. There, there Seems is like it. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's doing a doing a good job, but they are he was kind about of the as... surprise the surprise fire at Birdmouth, right? Where he, he, he we thought he finished pretty strong, but did well, enough. but apparently not well enough. Yeah, so mid table as mid table gets. I don't think anyone's really got a lot to shout about in terms of wolves. Um, yeah, bangers and mash. Yep. Okay. Well said. Yeah, we're, we're. I mean, we're getting into the gross part of the table. Yeah, like, we we got to just speed up to James. For me, it's about sixteen at Luton, and okay, this is yeah, yeah. This is it's. it's no, you're really so strong. right. This is this is the doldrums. It's like they're not good enough to talk about seriously, not bad enough to be funny. It's yeah. just we're in the doldrums here. Twelfth place, just hit them hard. Twelfth place, Fulham. Real quick, I put Burnley here, so I didn't exactly. Oh, yeah, I didn't exactly. You call no. me out on Burnley for a little. Yeah, okay. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just saying I was closer. <laughs> and you put Palace here. Fair enough. But it's Fulham. Uh, my food comp, Patrick. Not far off your Caesar. I'm going with a sweet green salad. You paid $20 for it. Maybe even 30 if you got it delivered. They didn't sub out the tomatoes like you asked for. The dressing container is about half full. 
you're proud that you did it instead of order Chick-fil-A, but at the same time, you're still going to get your clown makeup from the other room. Yeah. Love sweet green. Love sweet green. That's my, I'm a piece of shit, but not today order. Not sweet today. Green. Uh, James, this has nothing to do with the name, but I'm going with a full honey baked ham. And the reason I'm doing this <laughs> is because I can't it's figure it out. <laughs> I'm going, it's, it's, it's sometimes... Sometimes it's underrated. Sometimes it was it's staring us in the face this whole time. <laughs> you never really know what you're going to get. You know, it could be great, mid, underwhelming. Uh, sometimes I've had a full baked ham and thought, man, this is, is anything beat this? And other times I'm like, why, why is this what we decided to do for the nice dinner? Why? It's just a ham. Full it's a full ham. ham. It's a full ham. All right. Enough said there. Proud of oh, oh, that. quick, quick aside. It's kind of funny that Chelsea does business with Fulham. Like, Broja just left Chelsea to go to Fulham. I didn't know that was in the, the rivalry rules. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. I guess when you're below a certain point of the table, it's whatever. Sure. What are they fighting for down there? What are they doing down there? We'll never know. Yeah, what do they do over there? I think Willian has some of their most minutes played at 36. Yeah. I'll, come, come if back I speak, story. I'm in trouble. <laughs> right, fair enough. Okay. Better, better, better that you don't. 13th, Bournemouth. Uh, this is where I had Fulham, and this is where you had Wolves. So I think this is just like... We're in the zone. Every, these are just, three quintessential... These are the teams. Yeah, these, these are, are the teams, these are teams you want here. nothing to do with. Why right. don't you go first here? For Bournemouth, I'm going with the Popsicle, James. Uh, the Popsicle can be quite... Corn dog adjacent. Quite delicious. Uh, and, and with Bournemouth, they've had, they've had some... Some kind of some kind of nice wins throughout the course of the season. Um, you know, let's not talk about Afcon. Let's not talk about injuries. But Dominic Solanke is one goal off yes. most goals, golden boot uh, behind uh, behind Holland and Salas. Yes. He's having a brilliant season. This was a team that was you know pretty nailed on for relegation until the very very end of the the previous season. So really like what I'm seeing out of Burnmouth. You enjoy a popsicle, but what does a popsicle do, James? It melts. It's not mm. here for long. Uh, so. I think I mean they're not getting relegated. I guess that analogy didn't really. Land, but they might but fade a little bit. Yeah, they'll fade. Yeah, who know? I don't know, James. They'll be they'll they'll, they'll, they'll be who who cares about these teams? Respectfully, <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> Patrick, it I'm going. Like, you can't bother me with 11 to 15. It's just no, no, no. We should just skip it from now. On. I'm going hungover McDonald's. It's good relative <laughs> to the situation. Average outside of context. Oh. Uh. This is they say like people who lie, they have to talk much, too much, and like that's how you can check if someone's lying. Popsicle wasn't as good. That was brilliant. You said this is why. No lie. Mickey D's hungover. Just this mm. is why. Mm. Tight. Yeah, Perfect and I team. wanted to use the Bournemouth section like just to quickly call out Solanke. You did it. Uh, one off the Golden Booth scored thirteen of their team's 29 goals this season growing at an exponential rate, literally like he had six goals last season, three the year before. And, uh, he is, yeah, he's on 13 premier league player of the month in December, unless he's priced out of a move like Wolf Zaha style. I, w I wouldn't actually hate him as a supplemental forward at United. I, I think he offers yeah. more than Tony. So keeping an eye on that one. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do for a move in the summer. 14th. Patrick, we got the Palace here, which I predicted Crystal Palace in 14th. Not a big deal. No one's saying that it is, but I'm just saying that's where I had them. You had West Ham here, who are in sixth place. All right, James, I don't really like your tone. <laughs> yeah, what's your food for Crystal Palace? 
I got old cheese for, for Crystal Palace. Old cheese. Good. If it Good. smells stinky, it's probably because it is stinky. Simple as. But it's um, in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Some people claim that they like to enjoy it on a superior sophistication level, but in actuality, they're just eating a dairy product with mold in it. So who's the real genius? Well said, James. Thank um, you. They only seem to be beaten teams below them in the table, which is not many good enough. Good enough to stay where they are, uh, but not quite good enough to do anything else. And of course, they just have these weird results, like they go to the Etihad and get a draw. You know, so I, I they're still they're a Premier League staple, as bad as they they are, and they are an eyesore. I would be and sad if they weren't here, but 100%. I still, I, but I still need to drag them when we do these twenty team rundowns. That's the yep. relationship. Yeah, so for me, I went with the turkey sandwich. Not a club uh-huh. sandwich, James. Turkey no cheese on this sandwich. Not a Thanksgiving turkey leftover sandwich. Just a turkey sandwich. Yeah, you'll eat, you'll be fed, but all it is is sustenance. For turkey sub, Aretha Franklin, B-sides. Listen to it. What's that from? I don't know. School of Rock. Well, calls, calls the girl turkey sub. <laughs> Just like the chonky girl in class. <laughs> um, yeah, Palace, my little note section here, just real quick. Where would this team be without Eze and Elise? Um, pretty insane. This is, the, this is the story of the Crystal Palace. If they don't have these standout players, they're, they're relegation fodder. And, and it's nice and convenient that with Zaha gone, And they got rid of him at the right time, probably. You've got these two starlets coming in, but scary times ahead this summer because I I do think they're going to want to move on. Elise already almost did. Yeah, they need a they need a new they're going to need a new manager, obviously. Until like ten games in, they fire him, they bring back Hodgson. But at the least, start they they need a refresh. Uh, Maybe some new ownership. That's been something people have been clamoring for. But yeah, yeah, Uh, Palace fourteenth. Okay, well, 15th place, Patrick. You know how I said it was embarrassing that you had West Ham in 14th? I had him in 15th, so that's on both of us. And you had Everton here in 15th, but the team that's actually in 15th right now is Brentford, underperforming both of our expectations. Patrick, you had turkey sandwich on the last one. This one, I've just got turkey, like probably like a roast turkey. Oh, I see. It's, it's fine when you have it the first time with Thanksgiving dinner, hot and juicy. Uh, some say it's even better when you make a special sandwich, a moist maker the following time. The third time, you're like, oh, I guess we should finish the leftovers. The fourth time, you're like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> that is the depreciation value on Turkey. It's next level, and that's how I feel about Brentford. Yep, Brentford, ugly season. Ugly Oof. season for Brentford. I'm giving them the Sloppy Joes. Uh, <laughs> the reason I'm giving them Sloppy Joes, James, is because the Sloppy Joe can actually be quite good. But it rarely is. And that's what Brentford have been this season. What's the hit rate on a sloppy Joe? Man, it's got it like you gotta really invest in it. Uh, you can you, you gotta you gotta have a really good meat sauce. You gotta have really good bread as well that can hold up to just the, the slop of that meat sauce. But how do you actually think about a sloppy joe? You think about a little elementary school lunch and it's disgusting. It's just disgusting. And it's, it's a tough. mess. And that's what it's a tough scene. That's what Brentford have been this year, yeah. and that's you know a team that came into the league. What was it? Was it two years ago, James? Or no, this is their second season. They're fresh up. They finished ninth last season. Obviously, Ivan Tony out for the first half of the season with the gambling addiction. Um, but, <laughs> that's that's the listed reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was in recovery. Definitely wasn't betting the whole time. He had nope, nothing. Not to at do. all. So, 
Yeah, I think they're fine. They're going to stay up. They're good enough to stay up. Um, but Shout I, I out. Uh, I find Thomas Frank unlikable, so it pleases me. I, I, to me, he's like, and this will come up in the Freak of the Week. To me, he's like likable because he's unlikable, you know? He's a good character. That's, yeah. how, I, that's how I feel about Frank. Um, quick shout out to Thomas, who had one of the better lines in the group chat this past week, which was surprised the commentators didn't go with, you would have bet on him to score from there <laughs> when, when Tony missed one in midweek. I like that. Yeah. Um, quick little reason to maybe feel um, sympathetic towards them. Embuemo and Tony haven't been on the pitch at the same time this season. And, and that's tough. They're their two best players. But That's tough. Everyone's got their own. Everyone's got their own shit. That's a life lesson, and I believe it to be true here. Okay. Right on. 16th. Now we're getting back to the interesting stuff, Patrick. We got Luton here in 16th. Mm, Interessante. The heady heights of 16th place. This is where I had Wolves, and this is where you had Fulham. Mm. They both outperformed, but we got Luton here. Uh, Food. I got... I got spam, Patrick. I'm going with spam because I have no idea what it is. <laughs> not only do I not know what's in it, I don't have a strong read on how people perceive it. Like I thought it was like a gag gross thing, but then I met some people later in life who who like love spam. Yeah, prepared the right way. Yeah. It'd be quite a treat. Yeah. This one, I, 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 not exactly spam for me, but I went with Nashville hot chicken. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun little dish, fun little stadium. <laughs> it actually tastes. It can. It can taste pretty good. It's going to set your mouth on fire. Maybe later set some other things on fire. Um, oh, you're gonna. You know, fun little dish. Oh. James, like I said, but you're gonna. You're gonna pay for it at some point. A little spice. A little spice hits you. Uh, but man, I'm loving Luton Town. I had them. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll touch on this. But they I are them, fun. I had them. I had them nailed on relegation fire. Sure did. And they are. You were not alone. They're showing. They're showing the fight that I think we all hoped for. Uh, and we didn't see yeah. honestly until the last month or two, but they they found their groove here in the league, and yeah, I hope they stay up. It's just such a fun little story, fun little scene. They're on a mad one, Patrick. Yeah, every game I watch them play there, it's it's just it's so much fun. Luton Town have scored eight goals in their last two games, and they haven't lost in all comps since 2023. Wow. <laughs> oh, Luton Town. All right, seventeenth. This is where I had Luton. Uh, you had Sheffield United here in 17th. Not a big deal. Nottingham Forest currently holds that spot of 17th. Patrick, Nottingham Forest. I'm going with the Domino's. Mm. Domino's order. Nobody would objectively describe Adami's pan crust pizza as great food. They wouldn't even describe it as great pizza. But just on that occasional one in 10 times, either it's a late night or alternatively, Patrick's just finished preparing a five-course barbecue platter. On that one in tenth time, it just hits different. That was a little inside joke exclusively for you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. No, it's top class. Top class that one in ten times. Yeah. Brilliant. Forced. Uh, James, I went an IV bag, uh, but with chicken broth instead of a saline solution because <laughs> it's still salty. Like, I don't think it, I don't know if it would work, but I think it would work. Um, you know, you're Straight just, to the bloodstream. I think you Yeah. I don't know. You're just surviving. You're certainly not thriving. Um, you're not in the hospital because it's like you know this clearly isn't up to code. There's no licensed practitioner. Nurse, get this patient broth. some broth. <laughs> so he's got someone hooking you up to some broth, hanging on every time I watch. This is one of the most disgusting teams to watch play football. Uh, yeah. They're bad everywhere. I'm shocked they're in seventeenth. And once we get into Everton, we'll 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 know kind of where they they stand in the yeah. Lord's table. Uh, but for now, they're safe. Can't believe it though. They're bad. 
they are somehow safe, and it might just be because this is a vintage of of the Premier League where there are just three worst teams. That that, Maybe, that could yeah. that could be the case. Um, yeah, Matt Turner will be their undoing. And Patrick, I had a fever dream that Kaylor Navas played for Forest last season. How crazy is that? That is pretty wild, James. You should you should go to the doctor. That's the ultimate trivia. Kaylor Navas playing for Forest. What a downgrade. It's pretty crazy. He just went back to PSG and is now playing at PSG. Wild. Yeah, this is there's like so many names on this um on this Forest team that you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember them from like another team in the yeah. Premier League that the Nostalgia 11." Great on. Yeah. You got Callum hudson Adoy, you got Anthony Alanga, you got Wayne Hennessy sitting there on the bench. Weird. You got Matt Turner like you mentioned. Uh you got uh, Nico Williams. You know, you got all these guys where like pretty much every team in the Premier League can say like, "Oh yeah, just a weird him. gumbo." Uh, and somehow someone in the Premier League is still starting <clears throat> Chris Wood. Yeah, I will say Morgan Gibbs White. I think he's the real deal. I do. I, yeah, I like him. Yeah. I also like Onwanyi um, or whatever his name is. They're number nine. Uh, he big boy gets it done yeah. on the top. Yeah. I like his. I like his style. Big dog Saliba the past week. I got the dub. Don't worry about it. But I still impress. Irrelevant. Body. Beside <laughs> the point, relevant. Uh, let's move to the relegation zone, James. Let's move it. 18th place, Everton is where it's at. That's where I had them. Um, obviously, did not know the 10 point deduction was going to be coming. This is where you had Forrest, so the radar just slightly askew there. Uh, food Comp Patrick, I'm going with the best Chinese restaurant in your town that has a D rating for food and hygiene. <laughs> the system keeps trying to cancel it. But the chow mein is just so succulent that customers can't help but keep coming back for more. And you just know it's never going to get shut down. Yeah, yeah. It's just the the kitchen's the grossest thing they're you've just, ever seen. <laughs> they're but. just perennially going to be the team that survives on the last day and has a pitch invasion. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a pretty lit tradition. Um, and, James, I paid homage to the, uh, the point deduction with mine. And I just went with fish as my food. Um, All famously from fish and chips. Just a real important thing missing, and that's the 10 points. This is Everton team. They need to stay up, James. They need to. Without the 10-place deduction right now, they'd be in 12th place in the table. They are a yeah. good enough team. Sean Dyche deserves to be in the Premier League. I love them in the Premier League. They just have to stay. They have to stay. Fish on its own. You're like, something's not here. Fish and chips, brilliant. And that's what they've been, James. I think they've been brilliant, Everton. For they've been good. Yeah. yeah, a little factoid, Patrick. They lead the league in big chances missed, like more than me. more than Liverpool and Newcastle. Like it's a it's a double edged stat. It's like a compliment and a uh, a neg, but yeah, leading totally. the league in big chances missed. Um, and they also lead the lead in clean sheets. That's and we covered, horrible. yeah, and we covered but the that's same. Dice ball, baby. That's dice ball. Mm. He'll they'll, they'll be, be fine. Goals, goals. Oh man, they've only conceded thirty goals. You have to go up to Villa in the table before you find a team that's conceded uh, 30 or less goals. It's, it's so, a bizarre yeah. look to see them sitting in 18th, but obviously. It's the point deduction. That you is the point deduction. You've got to survive and advance out of Everton. I'm a huge Everton fan this year. Patrick. What a difference Lampard and Dyche makes. Uh, right, right. Talk about Michelin star. Uh, Burnley in 19th. Mm. What a sad disappointment, Trump voice. Uh, Nottingham Forest was the team I had here. They're doing a little bit better. You had Bournemouth in 19th. Mm. Not a big deal. No. Uh, Patrick, my food comp for Burnley. I'm very proud of this one. Very specific. The first course 
at a Michelin star restaurant that's like a passion fruit infused volcano and it just blows smoke in your face and you're like, did I even eat anything? I don't think I ate anything. That wasn't a meal. Yeah. And that is this Burnley team. It's just, it's all frills and then you peel it back and you don't, there's no substance. There's no meat on the bone. Yep. Uh, James, I'm going with the impossible burger and sweet potato fries uh, because it has all the makings of a classic, but it just isn't the same. Similar reason for you. Oh, you nailed it. You nailed it. They were so good in the championship. Maybe the best team in the championship ever. I don't follow that league, but I I think I remember hearing that last year that they had the one at the earliest or uh, most points or something like that. And then, you know, it's Vincent Company. He's playing this expansive football. Uh, But it's good to know Burnley's still Burnley, James. That does make me feel good is that you try to do something like this with the orcs out of Burnley. (laughs) Arguably doing it worse. Yeah, Turf Moor needs some ugly men playing some ugly football. Yeah. Like that's what it deserves. So It's not natural. It's like trying to put two opposing sides of a magnet together. It's just not, you no. can't do it. It does not mesh. So out Lovely. we go, uh, Burnley. Lovely stuff. I'd be, because they're, they're, they're seven points off safety, and they have 13 points on the season. For Burnley and who we're about to talk to, Sheffield James, are we, are we stamping it? Are you ready to stamp? It's the easiest stamp I've ever given, Patrick. Yeah, I feel, I feel ready to stamp. Today just solidified it. Sheffield United, rooted to the bottom. Rooted? This, this is where I had him. This is where you had Luton. Again, doesn't matter. Uh, why don't you hit us with your comp? I'm going pig trough slop. Just nasty stuff. <laughs> kind of stuff only an animal would consume. Uh, just nothing you want any part of. It's disgusting. It's, like honestly, it's it's it was only eaten by an animal who, if you give it multiple generations in the wild, becomes something called a feral hog. So pig trough slop. That's why I'm giving this, Patrick, this dump of a club. I'm, it's funny. The reason I'm laughing extra hard is because I I threw lined slop. That was what I wrote down, <laughs> yeah. and then I thought of ass milk, otherwise known as milk from a donkey. You want me to drink what now? Yeah. Yeah, right. Better luck next year. Uh, coincidentally, the official drink of South Yorkshire. Oh, interesting. No, it's not. Oh. Yeah. It's well, as, you had me full, James. That's how yeah. disgusting this place is. Yeah. God. Respectfully. <laughs> Get out of my face. Oh, that James, wraps it up. Beautiful. James, Beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick quiz. Uh, I'm going to give you an over-under of four and a half players that started for Sheffield today. Naming them? Yeah, can you hit can you hit the over of four and a half? This is brutal because I had them on TV today. Uh yeah. we all did, and then we turned it off because it was four and a half. Oh my god. Okay. In. Well McAtee, who's not even a Sheffield player, I think he's on loan from Chelsea. Sure. That's one. Foddering him because I saw him pick the ball out of the net five times. Yep. <laughs> uh oh God. Now here it gets tough. Is Sander Berga starting? No. Jesus Christ. No. Uh Must be Oh, uh, Mason Holgate, also not a Sheffield player. There you go. Is that four? That's three, I think, right? Oh, God. McAtee, Holgate, and Fodderingham. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, Trusty. That was a good one. I I enjoyed that name as I also saw him pick the ball out of the net five times as a defender. former Arsenal player. Well, he never played. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, One more for the over? You might have me here. You might have me here. That's a good line, then. What's their engine room? That's a great line. I saw a guy with the name Hammer. But I don't. I think he came on as a sub. He did. He did. So no, you got me. You got me. 
I'm Probably now. I'm, yeah, I think you. Yeah, you got a future as a as a yeah. Vegas shark. Anyway, yeah, James, you you had me beat. My my over under there would have been would have been a one and a half. I knew Holgate and Trusty. It probably would have been an even two. Uh, so fair play when I looked at this. That, that's my it's genuinely a memory wipe from all but four hours ago when I was catching up on the game. I so. watched. I watched them show the lineup, and then I watched <laughs> half of the game. It's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amazing. That was, fun. that was yeah. That was fun. That's our little mid-season check-in. You better believe we're going to do an end-of-season review. But now we're getting back to our roots. We're going to close out with Beast and Freak. Let's start with Freak. Pram de la Pram, Freak of the Week. Freak of the Week. The Freak of the Week. The Freak of the Week. It's the Freak of the Week. Wow, what a freak. Patrick. It's got to be Jurgen Klopp. I'm sick of this guy. Trying to think he's freaking freaking Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant year. Like, hey, let's let's tell everybody I'm done during the middle of the season. You chump. You chump right before you play Arsenal. Big game on the road. Chump. That's what you are, Klopp. You're a chump. Only way you can win is by making an announcement like this. Big freak move. And he gets a call from his dentist and he goes, oh, look how likable I am. They're all going to miss me. God. Nobody cares. Early manager, one of the best in Premier League, but <laughs> chump move. Chump move. My freak of the... I couldn't agree. It's not yeah. mine, but I, I couldn't agree with you more, Patrick. I do love it's, him, by the way. I do love it, him. Yeah, uh, I think I will love him when he's gone. Yeah. I think that's that's. I don't have where with Liverpool. At. It's fair play. He's doing what Coach K did, and we'll see if it blows up in his face the way he did for Coach K, where he's just doing the retirement tour and using it as a device. Yeah, Ferguson had the league sewn up, did it two games before the end. He got one home game and then one last game ever. That's that's how you do it with class. That's what Wenger did, except it was to try to get fourth. <laughs> Patrick, my freak is the Chris Wilder sandwich incident of 2024. <laughs> Um, in his post-match presser, he, he didn't even have a specific incident to be mad about. He was just generally, I think he's just an angry Englishman. He said every 50, 50 call goes against us, which is not a great look. Like you got to at least have something to, to rail against. And, um, again, like, I think he just wanted someone to yell at. Thank God it wasn't the misses. In this case, it was the assistant ref who had the audacity to be eating a sandwich while Chris Wilder was reaming them out, and that is just an amazing visual. It's it was good. It was I don't good. know whose side I'm on, and I, I, I hesitate for. Yeah, I'm upset that Chris Wilder's put me in a position to be on the ref side, but I think it's all time. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a move that's just just petty enough. Yeah, um, in a situation where like you're you the least the referees have to owe is common decency and he decides to dunk on him by yeah sandwich and i'm gonna send you the clip in case you want to put it into the pod here it's up to you but when you hear wilder just detailing it it, it, it I, I don't enough. do it i don't do it i haven't heard it yet so i'll, I'll yeah yeah I'll, give it a listen give it a listen yeah i'll have the prem heads ears dazzle mm. now beautiful editing every every 50 50 or tight decision Goes, goes against us. And if that's what we're going to have to deal with between now and the end of the season, we're going to have to deal with. But I'm not just going to go go under under the radar and not say anything. I've been to see the referee. I've told him that. Um, one of his assistant assistants was eating a sandwich at the time. I thought that was a complete lack of respect. Uh, hopefully he enjoyed his sandwich while he was talking to a Premier League manager. James, <laughs> that was amazing. Let's go to the other one, the new segment. Huge beast. Huge beast. What a beast! It's the beast of the week. 
Wow, look at that beast. Patrick, my beast of the week. And yes, it's a beast. It's not a freak. Neil Mope, darts, celebration, and the whole response. This is Barclays heritage. This is what we need. And I think people on Twitter are missing the point. Like, Mope, you're shit. That's not the point. The whole point of being a wind-up merchant is that you're not very good. Exactly. Citing sources, Dylan Brooks in the NBA. Like This is why there's different categories of goat wind-up merchants. So I will simply refer to Mope's post-match Instagram post. Gutted we couldn't get the win. More goals and less relegations in my career than James Madison. <laughs> like clearly not gutted enough to not take the most shameless pop. Less relegations is all time. Less relegations was brilliant. Like making James, it getting, personal. It's a, it's a double beast. All the same reasons you said. One of the more hateable characters, but it's a love to hate for me with Neil Mape. He is just, the lore. He scores a goal. He's yeah. going right. He's going right for it. Doesn't yeah. matter the context. I'm convinced he would have done that exact celebration to make it 2-1, him being the one. 100% sure of it. It's like an injury time, and they're trying to get the ball back to the to the halfway line. He's throwing yeah. darts. Yeah, oh, 100%. it's so good. Uh, the lore really? surrounding Neil Mope is so outsized to like who he is as a player, which is 100%. genuinely bad. But like yeah. the whole Burn Leno butterfly effect, it's 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 amazing stuff. Yeah, and he's like, like he's where he should be. He should be a rotational player on a bottom half team. Yeah. That's what he. Should, that that's how good he is. Yeah, you found your level, and now you can just do this kind of stuff. Oh, beautiful! Everyone hated what's his name, Troy Danny. They Same all thing. laughed until they didn't. Here he got fired for being a manager because he just throws his players under the bus. Yeah, like, yeah, so good. Lasted nine games. Forrest Green. Talk about finding <laughs> was your that level. The National I don't, League. I don't yeah, know where. Was, yeah, I don't know where yeah. he has to go next, but maybe it's like a. <laughs> You shouldn't have even tried. He's, he's got to go Jackie Moon style, like buy a club for like a million dollars in the ninth. Do league. you think? Do you think Steven Gerrard would succeed at like a Forest Green? And we're talking about a guy who managed Aston Villa. I think I, I I would love to see somebody go player coach mode at like the like the real like a low level. Yeah, and just just that would be fun. Yeah, need it. Just like an old center midfielder yeah. who's just yeah, just not moving, but just picking everybody apart. Oh. Well, Patrick, what a quintessential Prem de la Prem episode. We had our tight, saggy, beast, freak, but alas, I know you're a reformed non-gambler, so there's no degenerate district, and we will allow you, we'll seed the rest of the time and let you get back to Emmy, who's probably deep in that toolbox now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just realizing I, I left the power tools in the toolbox, so I should probably go check on that. It's been an hour 20. Well, yeah, lovely to be back with you, Prem heads. Speaking of power tools, for Patrick Crowley, this is <laughs> this is James Burton signing off. We'll see you next time, Prem to the Prem. See you next time, Prem Heads. And also, what's going on, Prem Heads? As always, thank you for listening and following along. Please remember to rate and review us on whatever streaming platform you're listening on, and spread the word far and wide about the benefits of being a Prem Head. Mm-mm. Remember to follow us at Prem to the Prem Podcast on Instagram and at the Prem to the Prem on Twitter. For all of our content. Until, Until next time, Prem de la Prem, out. That might just be the one take right yeah, there. Right there. I might not even have to touch that.